Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah. That plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome back to another episode of the Dr. Supercoach Podcast. You're joined this week again by JB, and I have with me Pistol, just outside the top 100, traveling quite nicely, although not as good as our friend Chizo, but he's not on here, so we, we don't have to talk about him, <laughs> Pistol. You're only a few points out of the top 100, mate. How are you going? Good. Seven points to be precise. Um, had a good week last week, 2504. So yeah, just touch touch and go with that top 100 there. I'm hoping that I can, you know, have a, a solid last two weeks and just crack the top 100, I guess. I've got a, I've got almost a full playing bench. So I'm, I'm relying on it this week, though, with a couple of outs. But hopefully uh, a lot of people are impacted and it's not just me. I feel like like a famous sportscast there. Every weekend I'm on this every week sorry, I'm on this podcast. I'm interviewing someone like in or around the top 100. Um so I'm just like I'm just sitting sitting away at like, you know, 1200 or something, who cares? But I'm getting to interview these good coaches that are like on the brink, <laughs> on the brink of greatness, double figure finishes. It doesn't happen every year, so um, I th- I, am, I, am I blessed, Pistol, or am I struggling to fit in the room with you and Chizo's big heads? <laughs> I think it's a, a little bit of column A and a little bit of column B, but 1,200 is good as well. I'm hoping you can still sneak in a top 1,000 finish. I am a chance, uh, and I've I've, <laughs> I've put my head down, and despite bad luck, I've really tried for you guys to finish top 1K because it'll look nice uh, to have us all in there, but everything's got against me pistol so 
we'll see not, how we not go. Not many people have Buddy, um, and for you to yeah. copy it, it's not um, great. Yeah, I'm not sure about that one. I've, I think I've accidentally hit a gypsy with my car recently, and I'm just getting the the aftermath. Now it all hit me at once, but <laughs> that's okay uh, because I'm ready for you guys. I'm living vicariously through you. Uh, so, what did you score this week? I've said it before. I can tell how much you, oh, you were you? listening with 2504. Yes, I did. <laughs> okay. Well, I scored 2410, <laughs> which was actually okay, but I had you in a league matchup and you somehow put 50 points on each one of my premiums. So that was good. Yeah, um, two of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, Chizo you- knocked me out of my prelims in my final. He got 2506, beating my two points. So yeah, that was pretty I mean, upsetting. Hold on. Wait. No, the violin's just out of reach, so I'd love nah. to play it, but I, I can't quite get to it. Uh, do we have anything going on with the Cancer Council this week? I know we do. It was a big week for us. We we do. No, we uh, had two very generous donations this week. First up, thank you very much to Matthew Baden. He says, donating for all the dumb things and donuts. I promised a donation, and here it is. He said, it starts with not paying for Patreon a lot earlier. Uh, first, first donation for dumb things. In the middle is having Stuart at... D8 for 136 in the middle of the buys. Time zones in NYC kills you. So that would have been uh, a benching without an emergency. And yeah. ends with blowing all my trades and copying Neil Donut this coming week. Keep doing what you guys are doing. Looking forward to cracking the top 1K next year. This donation should get you to the 16K mark. And it did. And thank you very much, Unbelievable Matt. by Matthew. Very generous do- donation. Looking forward to having you on board for round one next year and having a good year. Um, Jason Prattley's donating says donating for dumb things and donuts subbed Murphy on field for Ridley to try and loop still score as my VC and then didn't put the emergency on Ridley so I missed out an extra 91 points luckily and somehow still managed to win my league finals uh, but it made it very stressful so he's donated for every piece of hair that fell out of his head over the weekend so we do definitely appreciate that Wow, that's, that's a lot of hair. Both of them very generous donations as well. So we're very appreciative. And as you said earlier, you mentioned we are over the 16K mark. Um, that's our all-time money raised. I think we're. I think you mentioned pre-pod we're over 3,000 this year. Yeah, we're, we're coming very close to our all-time record. I think it was 3,200 raised in a, a calendar year and we're creeping very, very, dangerously close to i think this week there might be a couple of donuts uh hopefully a couple of donate for donuts coming in this round and we we might break break our all-time record so it's exciting times there are a few outs as well um i can't believe i've gone through the entire year without a donut that's i don't even know if i've ever donated for donuts i i almost feel bad because it goes to such a good cause but also (laughs) i feel good because that means I'm a decent super. Co- I don't know. So it's it's <laughs> Just very bag conflicting. everyone that's donated for donuts along the way. Why yeah. don't you? <laughs> why not? I mean, look, I see about eight donations here from WebDog. So if you're telling me that that's not self-inflicted, then I don't know what to say to you. Um, all right. So pistol, I, I need to know: Did you catch any of the football over the weekend? Specifically, <laughs> the, the Melbourne the, the Melbourne game. I need to, I need to know if you saw the Melbourne game. I did see the Melbourne game. It was, yeah, Monday night. It meant Supercoach lockout was after midnight. So that was uh, fun staying up and waiting for that one. Yeah. So I, I, I just, uh, this is this is um, super left field. So there are players in the league, two to, to be exact, that um, they have something very special about them. Charlie Spargo is one of them. I'm just curious if you know, considering you're this self-proclaimed computer, what is so special about Charlie Spargo? <laughs> Charlie Spargo and I think it's Ed Richards are the only modern day fourth generation AFL footballers. Sorry, Pistol, I, I need to get that again. Did you say fourth generation? 
Yes. Perfect. So exciting news down under. Our friends at Manscaped oh just launched God. their fourth generation performance package. So bad. This ultimate package includes the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard it right. The 4.0. Manscaped, the leaders in male grooming, have done it again to make your grooming game next level. Inside this package, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker, ear and nose trimmer, crop preserver ball deodorant crop reviver toner performance boxer briefs which are amazing and a travel bag to hold all your goodies so join the two million men worldwide who trust manscaped with the new performance package 4.0 by going to manscaped.com for 20 percent off and free shipping code with free shipping with the code DRSE. I can't remember if I got to the last like four words and then decided to stumble. <laughs> um, so great read by me. Very appreciative for the plug there and the uh, the easy transition by you, Pistol. Oh. oh my God. No, that was... I I, I feel like your tra- the transitions... I don't know if it's bad on me for not picking up on it earlier, but yeah, they're getting worse and worse. Use code I, DRSE for 20% off and free shipping. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, now that that's out of the way, uh, we are going to move on to the podcast um, we have a little bit to talk about, a little bit more than I'd like to be talking about so late into the season, uh, but there are four main outs this week. Uh, we're going to start off with Buddy Franklin. He seems to be the most difficult to replace if you are missing him for the week. He's only priced at <laughs> 400k, uh, and if you do somehow have a trade left, you're not looking at very many good players to replace him with. So I want you firstly, Pistol, to talk from someone who potentially has a little bit of money up their sleeve. Um I'm going to start you off with 50k in the bank. What are you doing with Buddy Franklin? Crying myself to sleep, probably. <laughs> hey, can I just say, if you've got Buddy and 50k in the bank, just be glad you're not feeling Ginevan this week. That's that's all I want to say. It's not pretty. The replacements for Buddy are not good. I think like the best at. <laughs> 450k or less you're looking at somebody like a smoky i guess nick hines might be the most somewhat consistent player but you're kind of looking at like an alex neil bullen who's got like a, a really crazy high three-round average or trying to shark a luke jackson against no riley o'brien this week in the ruck or you're looking all the way down to your friend zach butters yeah, so I suppose I could have framed that better. 50K in the bank, and I, I think the best option actually is below Buddy's price range. Yeah, so, probably. Um, 383K is Zach Butters. I will briefly talk about him. Um, he So he's gone more towards the, after being eased back against Collingwood, um, more towards the, he's not quite roaming as much as he could be. Um, but he is slowly being integrated more into the midfield mix as he was early in the season and is roaming a little bit more than uh, he was after being brought back twice now in round 17 and 19 for low scores in the forward pocket. So 94 against GWS, 76 against Adelaide. He plays Carlton this coming week and then the Western Bulldogs at Marvel. So um, I expect a pretty good score this week. Um, I mean, he has a high of 110 and a low against 88 against Carlton in his two games, so quite consistent there. Um, I, I just I think he's probably the safest player to go 85-plus in the last two weeks um, with decent ceiling at around 105-ish. So I don't think you can really say that for anyone else that isn't 70K-plus more expensive than Buddy. And then you're looking at 
good options such as Bailey Dow, Tom Hawkins, um, Taron Thomas even, and players that you would just, in a heartbeat, pick over the risky Zach Butters. But um, until you get to that price range, until you have that money, it's it's really slim pickings. And um, I, I'm trying to make my case for Butters. How am I going, Pistol? I mean, it's you can sell me on anyone at that price. They're all much of much of muchness there. One person that's impressed me eye test wise um, has been Connor Nash in the last two weeks. Two hundred forty one k as a forward, um, pumping out some semi decent scores. I would say eighty two and eighty seven against Brisbane and Collingwood, playing as an inside midfielder um, rather than when he started at the beginning of the season. He was really playing as a forward and looks woeful. Um, He's just he he looks really solid. The problem is it's a terrible matchup against the Bulldogs this week. I don't expect him to score particularly well. Might have a good game in you know against Richmond, but when you're comparing that to somebody of you know Zach Butters ilk, it's kind of no contest. So I would I yeah be strongly leaning towards uh, the Butters side there. You're right though. He really has passed the eye test, hasn't he? And I mean, you're getting down to that price range. Like maybe Matt Parker's the guy who really tickles your fancy. Um, he's got a decent raw, I guess, but yeah, he's got a three round average of eighty. Um, after coming back to the Tigers, so like there there could be value to be to be discovered, I suppose. Yeah, but, Townsend is also similar to ADK. Yeah. He looks good in his one game. Now he's got Gold Coast, like yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I, Essendon, sorry. He's, uh, so yeah, yeah. I find it difficult know. to look past the ceiling of Zach Butters more than anything. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if I had 56k in the bank, which seems very specific, but um, that <laughs> opens the door for Chad Wingard and Isaac Heaney. Either of those two tickling your fancy, both have a three-round average of 95 plus. Chad's is over 110 at the moment. Yeah, look, I think if you're going to go, I w- there's only two rounds left. So if I'm taking a punt, I don't know if I'm picking Wingard against. Bulldogs, it just doesn't feel like a great matchup. You'd expect Bulldogs to come out with a bang after they just lost and take it out on Hawthorne. So I'm feeling like that's not going to go super well. And Heaney's so up and down. And without Buddy as well, you know, he becomes one of the main forward line options, which isn't a bad thing against North Melbourne. he historically scores better without Buddy. I think it was with Buddy. I can't remember. No, no, no. And it's definitely I'm not, not going to look it up. <laughs> no, I know but for a fact. I, for right I said now. I think to be nice, but he definitely scores better without Buddy. <laughs> Okay. Well, look, I, I don't know if either of those are super appealing. I mean, Port Adelaide's got two good fixtures, uh, and Butters seems somewhat okay. I think Neil Bullen's <laughs> probably a bit interesting. Um, Viney was out, so he naturally scored much better and had a better role. Um, he scored 138 in the match before. He scored 110 in the match before that. He scored 86. So kind of in a, a purple patch, and when they play Adelaide this week, you'd expect that purple patch to continue. So I don't think it's a bad call. I, I would be expecting, you know, an 80-plus score there. It's more the worry playing Geelong and cutting your park in the final week. Uh, that doesn't feel like a nice matchup either. So I've got there are one still more, some One concerns. more guy for you. Go for I'm it. Gonna, I'm going to read out every second score since round 14. Okay, so that's specific. It, Do every round, third. In round 14, <laughs> he's got 115. In round 16, he's got 116. In round 18, he's got 100. And in round 20, he's got 120. Okay, now read all the ones in between. I still don't know who uh, we're talking about. 70, 67, 46, and 90. So, I mean, it could be it could be worse. We're well, talking about Matthew Kennedy for Carlton. Yeah, okay. Priced at 424K. Um, a little bit punty, very role-dependent, but 
um, in the Very. role has shown that he he can perform. Yep. How do you think he'd go against uh, clearance machine Willem Drew uh, coming up this round? I don't don't distract me by talking about Will Drew. I love Willem Drew. Um, <laughs> Is he gonna? I mean, Kennedy's <laughs> been playing mostly as like I guess a clearance. I mean, he did player, score but... 26 against Port Adelaide in round five, um, yep, but I hope he was the sub at that I think uh, so. yep. time. Um, <laughs> so the, the history sure is not great. Uh, look, if he has the role, I can see a similar floor to Butters, 70. All right. I mean, that seems good for that price. Yeah, but it's the, it's, it's the role that's important there. So if he's playing half forward, then he's just such a non-option. Um, so I suppose maybe look into what Cripps is doing because I think he was more forward this week, freeing up uh, Kennedy a little bit more. So, And if that's going to happen for the last couple of rounds instead of them just resting Patrick Cripps, then I, I suppose it could be a, a worthwhile pun. Otherwise, if you think he could just Cripps could just go back into the middle, then I'd probably avoid. But it's it's one to think about. Yeah, I know, I know I'm, we're spending way too long on this, but still um, I think it's worth mentioning Luke Jackson... Um, I know Riley O'Brien's out, and for me, that just screams like an opportunity to play Jackson in the ruck and play Gorn more forward. Um, oh, no. Given given Jackson's <laughs> squad, 104 and 141 in his last two games, he's kind of also in a bit of a purple patch himself. I, I think that could very well continue on against Adelaide this week, and who knows how we'll go against the Talls in, in Geelong. It's not like they're renowned for their, their Ruckman and stuff like that. So he's I don't think he's too bad either. I think he's building quite nicely. I mean, I test-wise the last two weeks, he's looked very good, but when you get a, a young key tall, uh, a, a 30 score is just around the corner. Does does still need a couple of goals in there to, to tick his score over. The big score, I think, involved four goals. Yeah, I think. it did. I mean, um, not that it's, it's, you can make the argument that like Ben yeah, Brown I'm, I'm could get seven down, this week. <laughs> I mean, you could get Ben Brown. Yeah, yeah. I mean, or it yeah, could yeah. be dropped. <laughs> yeah, literally could be dropped for the last round if he has a donut this week. So I kind of want to backtrack before we get into the two Sydney defenders. Um, just, just so we're clear, we're talking about trading these guys um, if you don't have good cover, as in. You've got cover, which is great. So if you do get an injury next week and you, this is your last trade, you've got someone there. But it's not good enough that... It's not Bramble, pretty much. is probably the only player that I'd really want to step in. Um, so we're trading these guys, hoping we don't get an injury next week. But worst case... I mean, the absolute worst case scenario, if you do get an injury next week, you're still only fielding bad cover once. Whereas if you yeah. take it this week and then something happens next week, you're potentially doing it twice. So... Um, yeah, I think it's I think it's obvious to trade. Yeah, I think anything right now, there's no guarantees in Supercoach. Next week, you might not have an injury and everyone might return and life could be happy. But uh, what yeah, you've got right now right, is a, an happening. out. <laughs> well, you, you, right now, you've got an out, so you can deal with it right now and uh, see what happens next week. I mean, it's also, as you said, dependent on cover, but um, as a general gist of things, that's that's kind of my thinking right now. Okay, so Callum Mills and Jake Lloyd are both out. Lloyd, for reasons mostly unknown, I suppose. He had like a rib thing two weeks ago, and now he's played like an incredible game the week just gone, and now he's out. But 
Um, not quite sure where to come at that one from. He just got 112, but anyway. Uh, so they're both missing. If you have Callum Mills of the two and just one of the two, um, actually, can can I just ask, if you have both of them, are you preferencing trading Mills just because of the options that he gives you or do you think his injury might be longer term? What, what If you have both of them, who are you actually trading? I, just, I don't know what's wrong with Lloyd. So it, it's hard to give advice. I'd love yeah. to have more of an insight, but Mills, Achilles, they said like it wasn't, he was like managing it throughout the whole season. Yeah. And he was like that, trying to bad, get it good. That, that that's, seems real bad. If, it, if he's managing it for the entire season and it, it, he pulled up lame last week and then didn't play this week, I don't feel like I have a lot of faith that that means he'll definitely play next week. Can I can I just quickly... My, my thoughts is that they're managing Buddy. They're against North Melbourne this week. I think they think they're definitely going to win. I think they think worst-case scenario, if they don't win... It doesn't matter because they can't make top four from here unless they win both their games and someone else loses both their games by lots and lots. So yeah, I think they know that they can't make top four and they know that they can't fall any further than sixth and they know that they're going to win this game. So it could just be an opportunity for Lloyd and Mills, by the way, have both had niggles in the last two weeks um, and Buddy, who's just ancient, to just put those three guys on wall and then just beat up on, I think it's Gold Coast is their last game of the year. Uh, beat up on Gold Coast, who I don't, I don't want to say is a more formidable opposition than North because both teams have been in some better form lately, but that could be their play. These guys could both be, all three be, just one week out, get them right, bring them back in the next week. I think I, that's pretty yeah. much spot on. They, they, can't, they really can't move and if They can move up one spot if they win by more than Brisbane win. But at the end of the day, both fifth and sixth get home finals. So doesn't it doesn't really matter too much for them, I think. So yeah, they're, they're it's 13% percentile behind Brisbane. So they would need to win and they would need Brisbane to, to lose. And Brisbane this week don't have a tough opposition either. They've got Collingwood. Sorry, I said that before I checked the actual <sighs> picture. <laughs> no, we'll get creamed, unfortunately. So, yeah, that's not good. Um, but you know, Collingwood will keep fighting because we don't have anything to play for. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
well, no pick either, so it doesn't yeah. really matter. But uh, yeah, I think I would be trading Mills just based off what we know. Achilles doesn't seem like something that's fun to come back with either, even though I do expect Mills to like score better. Uh, upon returning, I don't think it will matter too much because you are able to now trade in anybody you want, um, which includes probably the best option, Daniel Rich, who's got a three-round average of 123, a five-round average of 121. He is playing Collingwood, who is not very good. I imagine he'll get a lot of the ball, probably kick a goal. He loves a long bomb against the Pies. It's just a good pick. I think it's like pretty straightforward. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I just want to know if you're selling your Collingwood boy a bit short with Jack Crisp with a higher three-round average, back-to-back 140s coming to last week's 103. Brisbane in this game coming up, obviously, but then plays Essendon, um, playing a more midfield predominant role. He has also looked incredible. I, I think, do I think, think they're either both of good. those two guys are, yeah. are a bit of a coin toss at this point. I, I do think Rich, just the consistency... Makes me feel that better, like sleep at night factor. Um, you know, his scores are all, I guess, super consistent is the word. Crisp, you, it's kind of a little bit higher variance. I mean, they're all very good scores, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I just don't love the fact that in any given week, Collingwood could lose by 100 points and you wouldn't flinch. So that typically means you get a, a lot less of that super coach pie. So not necessarily saying Crisp is, will be the one to suffer, but that just might take that edge off. You know, if he pops out an 80... By the way, both of them have a low score this year of 79. There we go. (laughs) I just checked that there and I couldn't believe it. Um, Crisp has more of those between 79 and and 95s though. Um, And Rich has far more tons. So, yeah, no, absolutely. I don't think... I think we're really... Sorry, I do think we're splitting hairs here. They are within 90 points of one another, less than 90 points of one another uh, in total points for the entire season. Um, Rich just being on that better team, better pie. You're only picking him for two weeks. He's got um, Collingwood and West Coast in that in that time. Both extremely winnable. Both in Melbourne, probably. Um, sorry, at the Gabba, probably. It, it just looks good for for Daniel Rich. Alrighty, and if you were going from Lloyd, so now your price bracket is much lower. Mm-hmm. Um, are there any options around his price, or some hopefully below? the price that you would kind of prioritize getting in? I actually wouldn't trade up to anyone around his price anyway. I, I guess Maynard is super up. consistent. Yeah, okay. sorry. I, w- I would go all the way up to the guys that oh, we right. just discussed, but right, right. Um, say we have a 10K limit, that really only covers Daniel, Andrews, Weedering, and I don't think either of those three are good. It does cover Maynard as well. I know you've been harping on about him, so I'll let you discuss him a little bit later. <laughs> I'll, I'll really focus on the guys below his price, and I think there are three good ones in an immediate vicinity. Um, if you're missing Whitfield, Short, or Jordan Ridley, I think they're all three of them are consistent. I think Whitford's the best of those three um, by quite the margin, um, followed by probably Short, uh, I think. Uh, let me just check. Short's last few weeks, I think they've been okay. Um, so one twenty nine, one hundred four, eighty nine, ninety two, eighty five. Like he, he's at least got a high um, floor as Ridley um, on the weekend uh, before this weekend. He scored a fifty two, and then didn't look good for a lot of the Bulldogs game as well. So um, I, I just think Ridley's more prone to the lower score. So I think I take Short over him, but Whitfield's the pick of the bunch. Um, 
and then the more you scroll down, the, the more risky it gets, I guess. I wouldn't I wouldn't look at Luke Ryan for a second. Isaac Cumming might be a guy that we consider, but yeah, you're getting into stages of you're only going this low to maybe you've got two trades, you've got Buddy and Mills or Lloyd yeah. and Mills sort of thing. Like it's it's you're getting into real nitty gritty stage. I'm gonna throw out two. Actually I'm gonna throw out three players, yes. but only one that I'm gonna talk about in depth. I think Harms and Newman oh, are yep. both okay enough i think that you'll get mid 80s to mid 90s i don't think mm-hmm. you'll be getting the 100 pluses if you want to go real pod um i know how much you love him as well uh, i think you've 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 uh flossed over him uh nick flosswin he's uh last four games 116 111 79 123 three big tons yeah um, good is just good at that price point and then plays gws and hawthorne who are both i'd say weak sides um so that feels like perfect opportunity for two more decent tons as well. So he's somebody you could look at. I don't know if anyone outside, I guess Sam Taylor just put out a 140, but I don't think anyone else below him kind of has that same sort of ceiling at, at a cheaper price point. Yeah, I think Scrimshaw can be spoken about in the same sort of light as Nick Newman. Um, I think he's been pretty good. He's got a three-round average of 99. Yeah, he, he's fine. I think... You kind of just don't want to pick a bad pick at this price. Yeah. You just like want so, to be okay. I can only assume if you're doing this, it's because you've got like an Andrew Brayshaw that you want to upgrade um, and you've got like two guys, two trades, and you're just trying to find a bit of value. Um, I would still I would still go Whitfield and whoever that gets you up from Brayshaw, that, like that's, that's just fine. Or short, like you, you get 40K from going down to Shaw or Ridley. Like I'd... I think Brayshaw's like 588. Yep. You should be able to get someone good enough from Brayshaw with that 40, 44K or whatever. So, um, Well, I guess if you're trading ones, if you've got lead in the midfield and you have swinging lead back, so now you're trading in a midfielder, midfielder that's like... 520 you know, plus Yeah, around, around the 520K. Um, I know I've completely sprung this upon you, um, but is there anyone no, that's kind right. of very like flexible. Ta- taking your eye at that price point or maybe a little bit more or, or even below just kind of anything around there he's <laughs> all of the taking options my price point at any point yeah um uh, i'm just i'm just having a bit of a scroll through i know lucky neil's available this week but i i wouldn't dabble on that one josh kelly as a two-week punt seems i mean it's not the worst thing fear and he's probably the guy um if I if, if I if I had to shop below the price range of five hundred and twenty, um, Fiorini has has turned up in all four of his last matches with a couple of one twenty six plus scores. So um, he's unbelievable. He's got Essendon and Sydney coming up. Seems pretty good. Um, and yeah, then he's got the pedigree. I mean, he was a, a rookie that had ballistic numbers as well, like a ball ball magnet numbers. He just hasn't been getting opportunities. And when he did, it wasn't the right role. So now that he's getting the right role, we're kind of seeing those results. So by the uh, way, if you've agree. got if you've got um Mills or Brayshaw, you can go to Bontempelli and pocket some money there. So that's pretty fun. That feels pretty that. good. <laughs> yeah. That feels very good. <laughs> um Bont has turned up once every two weeks for the last six weeks. Bit interesting, it's a bit of a concern. I saw that um, Ugo Hagen and well, yeah, yeah a couple forwards out. You got to kind of wonder what they're doing there. So I guess Hannon's been brought back in, but I guess against Hawthorne, I also wouldn't be surprised. But I, I mean, they're, I don't they're think potentially. What's going to win a Brownlow? I, don't, I just play him in the middle. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know. 
if he's going to win the Brownlow. I think there are there is a guy um, that's the Butters. highest priced player in the in the midfield right now that could win the Brownlow, but. I'll just leave that there. Um, anyway, so if you've got either of those guys, I think you have enough money without actually having to make a lot of money in the return. Otherwise, like, you know, Jared Lyons, Darcy Parrish, like all these guys are available. Um, Patrick Dangerfield's not back. Not good form. Yeah, that, they're not in the best form, but Jared Lyons just got his second subton of the year as a 98 this week, so it could be worse. Um, Parrish yeah, is, in, is in great form. Well worse. But- um, but he's been tagged a few times. He's got Gold Coast this coming week and then Collingwood. Um, neither of those two have been in hot tagging form as of late. So like, I, I just think there's you've got a plethora of options. And for us to sit here and say one guy's better than the other besides Bontempelli, who's better than the others, um, is going to be really nitty-gritty um, and it's just really personal preference type. Um, yeah, uh, well, I guess it's harder, much cheaper. Um, I think like uh, Libba's been really good in the last half of the year. He's only had two sub tons since round twelve, so you could probably go there. They've got decent fixtures. Um, but if you want to go way cheaper, I, th- I still think Dion Pressy at four hundred and fifty-two k has come God. right into that side and just helped, or I guess, reignite the engine room. He's put in one hundred and thirteen and one hundred and twenty in his last two. He's also a player that like doesn't really put out really bad games. So even earlier in the season when he was underdone, he had an 82 as his lowest score of the year. So everything still was between 82 and under 100 um, until he's come back and just looks really good. So at 452k, it's it's not a lot of money, and you're probably shopping in those alley aisles. And I think he's probably the best of the the best of those those bargain specials. Wow, better than my favorite player in the league, Willem Drury. Yeah, I think he is. I think he's better yeah, than I agree Drury. actually. Um, <laughs> oh, you fo- you folded real quick on that yeah, one. Probably there was, from the, there was, the deck chairs really, at Aldi. <laughs> I wasn't willing to die on that hill. I mean, yeah, William <laughs> Drew's been good. Don't get me wrong, and he's got he's got Carlton this week. But I don't know what he does against the Western Bulldogs. He only scored checks notes 109 against him earlier in the season. So, I mean, that's not bad. No, um, no checks notes. Nah, that's, he, that's quite good. Yeah, <laughs> he he could be fine as well. Again, it's semantics. We're talking about a couple of guys who you know what you're buying. You're in the Audi aisle for a reason. You don't expect that packet of chips to taste the same, but they're cheaper. So it's it kind of just is what it is at that point. So um, <laughs> that that's kind of it, Pistol. What else do you want to discuss? Probably your captains. You've been on fire with your captains lately. True, um, I have been. I, I had my first hit in four weeks last week with nice. Steel, and I feel Proud happy about that. Yeah. Um but I'm going to need Can to you tell the listeners my next sorry, two. Where, where you'd be ranked if you picked my captaincy options this year? I don't, I don't want to. It's embarrassing. Tell them where you would it's, be It's ranked. way higher than I've... <laughs> it's like around 20th if I copy JV's captains every week. I've, oh. I've, had, I've had a stinker in my last, last couple of I'm only still in good. the top 20K because of my captaincy calls. I just want everyone to know that. It's, um, it's true. <laughs> All right, He's, so... Uh, yeah, let, let's. He, let's the man that's on fire. You have to. You lead the way here. Oh, I'll, please, I'll take a back don't. seat. No, um, no, 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 no. Look, people have must win preliminary finals matchups. Okay. Are going to be relying this on your captaincy choices. So all I've got to say is, don't don't let them down. All right, I want everyone to know that I've I've cracked the algorithm, and I've gone McRae into Steel or vice versa every week. <laughs> 
pretty much for the last month and it's given me a 150 score every week. This week, two 150 scores. Um, I'm going to be breaking that algorithm this week. Ooh. Yeah. I didn't That's, expect that. Believe genuinely. it or not. Yeah. I, I just assumed that you would just do that again no. and that would be that. Would no, be that but, you all right. assumed incorrectly. I did. Um, I'm excited now. now. Now you've got my attention. It's about I'm going to go log out. with Jackson McRae, vice-captaincy against Hawthorne. Yep. And then I'm likely going to go with my loopholes captain after that. Okay. If not... That was cheeky. If not, I'm going to go with Clayton Oliver against Adelaide. Yeah, okay. Who I think will gain more attention than previously, but I don't think it'll matter. He's too good. And Adelaide won the last game against Melbourne. How much do they really need to change? Do they really need to send a tagger to Clayton Oliver? They won the game. So... I'm not sure how they're going to approach it, but I, I just think Clayton Oliver is far too good. And without Riley O'Brien, I, I think they'll be a little bit helpless with, with Gorn just tapping it down his throat. I, I, I don't see him scoring sub-110, um, and that's all you need out of a captaincy score. You don't need to chase um, lightning in a bottle, so to speak. Other guys that I don't mind, um, I mean, obviously Steele, if, you, if you're not hot on the McRae game. Are you worried you, about you, O'Connor you, tag? He's back why in. Why is Captain Steele? What? I mean, yeah, a little bit. That's why he's not in my captaincy or vice captaincy projections. But that's probably um, fair. I still think he, being the most informed player in the competition at this point um, could be worth a VC if you don't go with the McRae option. But I wouldn't captain him straight up. Besides that, um, I need to see what Walsh scored against Port Adelaide earlier in the season. Don't think um, it's worth it on half an ankle. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, 144. You'd only VC him, wouldn't you? So. Not worth it. I mean, I, I, just, I, I guess it's just as obvious as McCrane to Oliver. I don't know who else you'd really go. Yeah, uh, like I, may, I will maybe, be following you. Into would you potentially the... go like Zach Merritt against Gold Coast if, if Adelaide announced the tag before um, the game? I, I guess yep. that's maybe the only alternative. I like, I like that. I like that a lot. I think he's had some really good scores in the last couple of weeks, 168 and 123, captaincy worthy for sure. Um, by the way, Clayton Oliver, 204 against Crows earlier this year, 205 yeah. against them last year. Yeah. Um, back-to-back 200s, let's make it three. So that's I'm definitely high on that. I think Lions against Collingwood is also probably good. Collingwood's not very good. Lions is quite well. good. I think he's just like one of those safe, probably 120s, probably spoke too soon. And there's another safe guy, I have didn't one. get a bit of bit of a run around. Um, not not someone I would actively uh, think is going to get you a big score, but just a nice hundred and ten plus. Um, our friend Aaron Hall, he has uh, six six scores in a row above one ten. Yeah, that seems okay. Good guy. Uh, my last one is if Nick's advises that he's going to like strap three guys to Clayton Oliver for the entire match. Um, I don't think Rory Laird's going to be one of them. He went one twenty plus against. Melbourne um, going the other way last game, so he could be a potentially safe pivot if you could sniff a tag. But pivot, yeah, between him and nice friends reference. I was actually watching that before the podcast, so that's that's topical. There we go. Um, but yeah, no, I think I think you have quite a lot of options, but I, I'm not sure if you'll need any after McRae. Um, he, I, I was funnily enough talking about his ceiling this week before. Um, having him as my number one captaincy option. He'd not scored above 150 for the entire season despite averaging um, about 130. And then this week he, he went and did it. So um, the ceiling's well and truly there. He's got plenty of 140 plus scores. Easy vice captain. Anything 120 plus, take it. What about Titch? 
five round average of one thirty nine. Um, yeah, any, any other week, any other week yeah, because just of the Bulldogs. Yeah, but they are any playing week. in Tassie, I believe. Enough. Any that other week that helps yeah. Jai Simpkin, and that's about it. I think <laughs> <laughs> I've heard about okay. his record down there. All right, <laughs> I guess fair enough. Um, <laughs> I think the last thing is Bolton Bramble loopholes are available. How do you feel about taking a loophole? Potentially, let's say Bolton scores well enough. I don't know what your line is. Let's say 80 points. Okay, let's say 70. And he scores 71. And now you want to take him. By removing Bramble then from your field and playing a a rookie there, that's that's in the second game of the round Hawthorne locks out, which means you have to go the whole round of no cover. In case there's a laid out, you'll be stung. Um, What's your take there? What's the move? I'm I'm more traditional than others, and I don't like tempting the gods with these sorts of loopholes for the sake of like this week it would have been twenty points, but last week it would have been like negative points. Bramble hasn't been exactly a guaranteed good score, so yeah, he's gone hundred. He's actually he's gone eighty one twenty ninety one eighty three fifty three eighty six. Quite solid, actually. <laughs> he's so Very, good. Very good on the 80-plus line there is Bramble. Um, but that 53 still just scares me. He's got Western Bulldogs and Richmond in the last two. Yeah. Um, he could quite easily emulate that performance again and again. Um, just just field Bolton. I, I know it sucks. Um, I know he sucks. It does, it does suck. Um, <laughs> he He's only three weeks removed from a, from a ton. Um, and... <laughs> I really don't want to have Bolton. I traded him in for the 44 and he's turned up once and scored a bunch of 50s. But um, I'm a traditionalist. I'll always back my premiums into bounce back. And against GWS, I can see Bolton scoring 107. So it won't even be an issue. Don't bother with the loophole. Chizo did last week and that 20 points knocks me out of my finals. So... Yeah, um, good, good job by Tuesday. <laughs> and I, I could have done it and I didn't because I was also scared of the laid out and it didn't happen. So, um, uh, laid out's I, I, I agree. Walsh, Walsh's ankle, Josh Kelly returning. That's the thing, yeah. Um, like we have a lot of guys that are, are really on edge. Um, There's so many. I, that I just might don't want to attempt fate for 20 points. I think that's something quickly. I know it's another talking point very quickly. I think um, if you've got Bramble as your midfield cover, I'm talking to the majority, I think, of people that have him or Sharp or someone that's decent enough, um, and your forward option is probably someone that's way worse, if you've got that flexibility to play you know, Bolton in your midfield or Dangerfield in your midfield, would you be moving Dangerfield into your midfield just so that you have better cover in case the Dangerfield is a laid out? Or is it too risky if you've got like a Walsh and, you know, they, they both might be laid out? Dangerfield won't be a laid out. Okay. So don't don't stress. Yeah. Because Bolton no. will be locked into people's potential yeah. midfields looping with Bramble before then. No, don't worry about it. Alrighty. You heard it here first. Dangerfield <laughs> will play. Don't loop hole. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, just finish editing your team on the Friday and be done with it, okay? Just put Supercoach down and then activate your loophole when you see McRae going nuts. That's that's all you need to do this weekend. Otherwise, have a good relaxing weekend. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap up the podcast now, Pistol. Is is that okay? Do you have any last words or? Yeah, if you have any questions, you can always find us at Twitter at Twitter <laughs> uh, at Doctor underscore SC. If you need uh, a question, you can direct it at Chizo <laughs> at Chizo underscore DRSC. JB at JB underscore DRSC or myself at Pistol underscore DRSC. 
you going to do the rest of it? No, that was, that was it. Okay, uh, that, were your, that were your last words. Yes. Literally, okay. <laughs> okay, they're not. Okay, sure. Um, all right, thanks everyone for listening. Please leave a rating somewhere, um, comment somewhere to tell us that we're still doing a good job. We don't actually know if anyone's still listening, so um, if you could just like at us with something, some form of communication, blink twice if you're still listening, um, we'd be very appreciative. I know it's late in the season. We appreciate your support all year long. So thank you very much, everyone, and we'll chat to you next week. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.